Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Clay gets it over to Poole on the right way. Shot clock at 10. 30 seconds left. Warriors lead by four. As Poole spins on Plumley. No look flip. The Kamingo flies in for a two-hand slam. A little glimpse into the Warrior future right there. Yeah, one of a couple of spin moves for Jordan Poole against Mason Plumley. Big dunk there for Jonathan Kaminga. One of a couple of big hoops for Kaminga down the stretch. There was a lot of defense, and the two youngsters helping to lead the Warriors to a 110-105 survival mode win over the Charlotte Hornets inside Chase Center. We welcome you inside here to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you up until 11 o'clock tonight at 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text. Participate in the program as the Warriors get the five-point win. And so far, 2-0 on this homestand as the Warriors now inch closer back again to the 500 mark at 17-18 and 18 overall. You look at the home record for the Dubs, 14-2. and two. So it continues to be a tale of two teams, one inside Chase Center, even shorthanded without Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins, and then another team completely away from Chase Center, 3-16 and 16 away. But the good news for the Warriors is the next six after tonight are on the home floor. And a quick turnaround for the Warriors as they – uh, we'll take on the Jazz right back at it in this building with an opportunity to continue to climb toward 500 and continue to climb in the Western Conference standings. Uh, good win for the Warriors, first and foremost, uh, off the top, and a much-needed one. If the Warriors had lost uh, what was an 18-point lead and, and saw themselves uh, in a position where the game was tied late, uh, it really a, became a 50-50 game in the closing three to five minutes of this one. And if the Warriors had lost this game based on the way they had played really for the first three quarters, it would have been borderline catastrophic. It would have wiped away uh, all of the good vibes from the game against Memphis. It would have put the Warriors right back in a position where they were three games under. And then the quick turnaround continuing to be even more shorthanded in all likelihood with Clay Thompson not playing uh, officially doubtful, but but likely not to play in the second half of the back-to-back tomorrow. So survival is imperative for the Warriors. We could not be talking about a loss uh, the way the Warriors would have dropped this game had they not come out on top. And unfortunately for the Warriors and for Warrior fans, that is not going to be the case here over the course of the next hour. Why is it not the case over the course of the next hour? Well, a whole lot of Jordan Poole, a whole lot of Jordan Poole down the stretch, controlling the game, playmaking for others. But really, I think if you have to give uh, an MVP to this one, 
And you could say Clay Thompson, who went for 20 in, in the first half of, of this game. Uh, you could say Clay Thompson, who got off to a 14-point first quarter in this one. You could say Jordan Poole, who had 24 uh, on the night. But uh, I think you got to go with Jonathan Kaminga, who both ways down the stretch played almost entirely the, the, the whole fourth quarter tonight, minus, I think, one sub late. There was an offense-defense sub late, but he got back in the game to grab one more rebound uh, down the stretch in this one, the final board of the game. And you look at Kaminga in the fourth quarter, four for four, eight points, three boards. He had an assist uh, in this one, and he helped the Warriors win this game. A whole lot of defense on LaMelo Ball and, and hounding him and, and making him uncomfortable in that quarter. And Jonathan Kaminga you know, has reemerged here over the last couple of games. It's been you know, pretty good for five or six games, then maybe a little slow for a couple of games, but he's gotten it back to really help this team win. Tonight, he borderline carried them on, on both ends of the floor uh, down the stretch with a little bit of help from, from Jordan Poole as the ball handler and the creator. And tonight is a night where I think the thing you like the most about this game, at least I do, is the fact that the Warriors were 8 of 37 from three. And, and this was something we talked about a couple of nights ago when the Warriors made 18 threes in the game against the Grizzlies. It was the defensive intensity. It was the defensive effort. It was the energy. It was the physicality. It was just the rugged, dogged play that the Warriors put out there against the Grizzlies that, to me, was the quintessential aspect to them winning. 18 threes helps, and, and they needed that as well. But the one thing we talked about post game on Sunday night, Christmas, was you're not going to hit 18 threes every night, especially without Steph Curry and without Andrew Wiggins. But if the dogged defense and hustle and intensity and all of that is there for the most part, if you're playing with the right intentions, you've got a chance to win some of these games against some of these other opponents who are lesser opponents in comparison to uh, the Grizzlies, uh, who who the Warriors were able to beat the other night. So I, I give a hat tip and credit to the Warriors in this game for you know putting themselves in a in a position to to win it, even though they shot forty three percent. Win it, even though they were eight of thirty seven from three at at twenty one percent. That is important uh, tonight. That, that that it wasn't all about the shooting or the fact that you need the shooting and the intensity and, and the rugged stuff to, to get the job done in a game like tonight. Another thing I will say, uh, for those that are expecting it to be pretty, and there were a lot of people the last couple of days as I filled in for, for Damon and Ratto with, with both Larry Kruger and Alan Stiles, where coming off that win against Memphis, people are saying, oh, yeah, 6-2, and 7-1. and one. You know, That's what it's going to be for the Warriors on this trip based on that game. And I caution folks. And I'm going to continue to caution folks. And I think tonight is another reminder for the Warrior fans out there that think this is going to be easy without Steph. It's a reminder of how hard these wins are going to be uh, to come by, even at home, even with Curry out. The opponent doesn't matter. The Warriors are going to, you know, are going to get wins as they have and can continue to get wins. But the intensity, the effort, the energy uh, is going to have to be there. And look, there's going to be 
teams not quite as good as the Grizzlies that are coming in. There's going to be teams, though, that are better than Charlotte coming in, and one of those teams, at least to the early point of this season, a couple of them to the early point of this season. Hell, even three of them, if you want to look at Utah, Portland, and Atlanta over the course of the next three, are coming in here. Uh, But the Warriors had the right mentality tonight coming off of that win. So they get credit for that. But again, anybody who thought this was going to be easy, uh, you know, think again. Think think again uh, as the Warriors do survive. Uh, 110 to 105, the 18-point lead was gone, but the Warriors go on to hang on and win this thing by five. 888-957-9570. 9570 Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, John Dickinson with you until 11 o'clock. Let, let's go out to the phones. We'll get it started with CJ in Oakland tonight here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, CJ? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up. All right. How are you doing? Uh, Good, man. Calling to say, yeah, it, it's definitely a hats-off shout-out moment to Bob Myers for all the Warriors haters I've been hearing groaning about them trading off their youth, their future, for the right now, and recognize, listen, Bob Myers, you're doing the right thing. Let Coach recognize you drafted the right people. They are you. Most of these individuals with these comments don't seem to understand how long it takes a center to adapt to the NBA level playing. So give Wiseman a break. But, yes, they're doing beyond great, recognized, so their record isn't so great right now. If they trade off their youth for some aging veteran who isn't going to give them anything other than two or three good games, they'll be an embarrassment other than the Warriors management who let Parrish go. How many rings did Parrish get when the Warriors (laughs) let him go? And what did they get? Nothing. So recognize Recognize you have a management that has a brain, unlike a lot of the comments I've been hearing, and that this team develop. They're doing quite well right now. You may not like the record, but in the end result, I'd be willing to bet you're going to like the finish line. Peace out. All right. Thank, thanks for the call, CJ. Appreciate it. 888-957-9570. Uh, the key to the Warriors not looking to, to make some kind of a deal to bring in a veteran is based on not what you believe the, the future high-end potential to be for Jonathan Kaminga or James Wiseman or, or Moses Moody. It, it is how much that those players can contribute to this team right now. That's the key. Because the, it, it's almost, in a way, we talk often about two different timelines and, and, you know, it's Kaminga and Wiseman and, and Moody are on the one and Steph and Clay and Draymond are on the other. And, and that's all well and good, and that's true. But the, we're not talking about what those players are going to be as finished products. I think nobody believes that they need to be, you know, all-star caliber players uh, or, or great players at this particular point in time, any of them. But what has to happen and what – maybe has started to happen here over the last two games is that the Warriors and and these players individually are finding a way to make themselves be effective and help this team win as role players. Like, it's not about what they are as starters in 2025 or 2027. Like, that's not what this is about. This team feels they have an opportunity to win a championship this year. But they're 
primary chance at doing that is obviously based on health of the championship core players, but once you get past that, it's a matter of can Jonathan Kaminga do the things that he did tonight, help little things, willing a team with his intensity and his fight and his passion to a victory in a game that I feel flat out was a must-have for the Warriors as they try to push back toward 500 and push ahead here this season. Can James Wiseman play 10 effective minutes as he did tonight and still end up 4 of 7 with 8 points and a net positive and, and end up 4 of 7 after he got his first two shots of the night stuffed right back in his face? But you know what he did? He answered. And, and, he, and he held on, and, and Kaminga found Wiseman for a couple of easy ones tonight. So you had the young players helping out each other. You had Moses Moody a solid 13 minutes tonight as well, grabbing three rebounds. You know, Kaminga has six boards in the game tonight. You know, Wiseman gets a couple of boards and an assist in the game tonight. You know, that's, that's what the question you have to ask yourself really is, I think, moving forward here. Is is how do these young players play well enough in the rotation? It's not about 25, 30 minutes a night. Tonight, it was 22 minutes for Jonathan Kaminga. It felt like he played more, though, didn't it? And you know why it felt like he played more? Because Kaminga was effective and he contributed to winning. Wiseman only played nine. Moses Moody only played 13. That's fine. That's what the Warriors need. If they can get those three players to be able on a night-in, night-out basis to play exactly the way they did tonight and exactly the way they did on Sunday night against the Grizzlies, and it adds up to win consistently over the course of of between now and the trade deadline, then the Warriors won't have to go out and get somebody to add to this mix as a veteran. They can hang on to everybody and continue to develop because if Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins come back and everybody else stays healthy, this team still has an opportunity to win a lot of games between now and the end of the season. And maybe, just maybe, we're talking about the three young players actually being contributors in a playoff this year. That's what gives you the opportunity for those three players to be good players later on down the line, starters later on down the line, potential all-stars later on down the line. It's all contingent on how do they fit their game in a box with this particular team in an attempt to to help them win games to get the and they don't have to win a championship this year. I I don't want to get it twisted. But but for them, you know, this last couple of games to me is what the Warriors envisioned it looking like. It wasn't Kaminga playing 30 minutes a night and scoring 20. It was Kaminga you know, really accepting the fact that he can be impactful on the defensive side of, of the ball. It was Wiseman you know, learning to become better defensively and, and being able to finish at a high clip around the rim on plays that are, that are made for him. It's not dumping it down to Wiseman in the post. It's being able to catch a pass on a lob when somebody throws it to you. It's being able to to finish quickly when Jonathan Kaminga draws two defenders to him and flips it to you f- for an easy layup. It's it's the little things. The big things are going to come in time. The little things are what are going to get these players on the floor at this point in time, and that's what the most important uh, thing thing for the Warriors is right now. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap up a 95-7. The game Warriors 110, Hornets 105. So the Warriors now 17-18 and 18 on the season. 
Uh, Big-time play from Jonathan Kaminga in really the final three minutes. He had the the steal uh, against P.J. Washington. He had a, an angry rebound uh, over uh, you know battling with, with Miles Plumley. He had the dunk uh, that, that, that basically ended the game on, on the Jordan Poole uh, drive and, and flip to him. But yeah, it was uh, you know basically the, the Igadala steal against PJ Washington, then the angry rebound. That was a, that was a by sheer force of, of will over ball and Plumley uh, for, for that one. Uh, and then you know, Poole gets uh, free on the drive, kicks it to Kaminga, who goes up and, and, and puts it down right over Plumley. Uh, and then Kaminga hit uh, the little the little floater. Uh, against Gordon Hayward, where it felt like he was trying to put this team offensively on its back. And, and look, they needed it because the Warriors didn't have anything going. They looked tight. They looked a little flat in the second half. They weren't hitting threes, and they looked a little bit like they didn't know where to go. And Jordan Poole and Kaminga helped kind of will this team to to this win tonight. So I- impressive, impressive stuff. And then, of course, you had Jordan Poole uh, going uh, with the spin moves against Plumlee multiple times, uh, one on, on the, the clinching play to Kaminga for, for the dunk, and uh, he did it again uh, earlier in, in that one, spinning by him uh, and going by him for, for the layup the other way. Just uh, you know, classic, classic stuff for Jordan Poole, who, again, in that Steph Curry role with Steph Curry out, 35 minutes, and the Warriors believe he can score between 25 and 30 points a game when he's out there, uh, you know, as the the lead dog, so to speak. So eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's John Dickinson here on Warriors wrap up on ninety five seven the game and, and a night where the Warriors hit four of six from three or Clay Thompson rather hit four of six from three in the first quarter. 14 points were much needed. He had 20 in the first half. The energy was good throughout the first quarter. Warriors had a 37-26 lead in this one after one. A couple of nice finishes at the rim from James Wiseman late in the frame. After, as I mentioned, he got his, his shot blocked twice on a couple of attempts. He also allowed a layup behind him defensively. Was a plus two overall in the quarter. Was a plus uh, one overall for the game uh, tonight. Uh, in scoring eight points, and and the Warriors, as it turns out, really needed those eight points uh, to prevail uh, victorious uh, in in this one. So I thought another critical stretch uh, of the game uh, for the Warriors uh, was uh, beginning uh, into the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. Now, in beginning of the, I'm sorry, into the third quarter, rather, uh, the Hornets had cut the lead from 15 down to, to 7 quickly, and the Warriors, to, to finish that quarter, had Wiseman out there with Moody and Lamb and Ty Jerome and Clay Thompson, and I thought, uh-oh, the momentum was all in, in Charlotte's corner at that point, but a key stretch in the game, 7-3 Warriors. They actually scored 7 straight at that point to put it right back up to 14. The Hornets got the final 3 points of the quarter to knock it back down to 11 going to the fourth quarter. It was 27-21 Hornets in the fourth quarter, but I thought the critical stretch of you know into that third quarter where that group 7-3 to close it. Now the bench group that began the fourth quarter really struggled, and that allowed Charlotte. It was 12-5 Charlotte 
uh, at that point with Ty Jerome out there with Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Moody, and Wiseman. But Kaminga wound up out there for the long haul. The Warriors were able to get Draymond Green back in the game. They got Anthony Lamb back in the game for, for Moses Moody at that point. Uh, Draymond came in for Wiseman, DiVincenzo for Poole, and, and that's when the Warriors really got their their grit uh, and, and grind game back going down down the stretch, and that uh, ultimately allowed him to prevail in this one. And Jonathan Kaminga, finishing player tonight. They needed his energy. They needed his ability to attack the basket. Uh, they, they needed the intensity, all of it, and uh, the Warriors uh, able to roll with Kaminga over Looney down the stretch and the other starters in this one, and uh, they are able to prevail uh, by the final score of, of 110 to 105. So two consecutive games where I think you can make the case, one against a good team in the Grizzlies on Sunday, Christmas night. Now this game against the Hornets, who are not a good team, they come in at 9-25 at and 25 and now leave Chase Center 9-26. and 26. But wins are wins, and the Warriors need every single possible win they can get uh, right now on this homestand. And, and tonight, as I said off the top of the show, would have been a catastrophic loss uh, under the circumstances. It would have wiped everything away from Sunday and set the, the tone for, uh-oh, are you looking at one and two now uh, with Utah coming in tomorrow night? Now you got a chance to go to 3-0. and The Warriors did get some good news about Andrew Wiggins before the game in that he was cleared to return to play from the adductor injury, although it was a good news, bad news situation. He came up ill, and so he's out for the game tomorrow night would have been ruled out for the game tonight as well but it sounds like Wiggins has got a shot if he can get through this illness which was not specified if it was a health and safety protocol type of illness or not but uh, Wiggins out for tomorrow night's game but could be potentially back on Friday so that's uh, another key here toward the Warriors hopefully trying to get everybody back uh, in an attempt to make a run on this homestand before Steph Curry comes back. Jermichael Green expected to be back at some point. I think one thing to keep an eye on is going to be, does James Wiseman continue to get minutes over Jermichael Green once Jermichael Green is back from the health and safety protocols? I think the last two games and these eight- and nine-minute stints have been exceptional, frankly, for, for, for James Wiseman. Not as good defensively tonight. Like I said, he did get a couple of shots thrown, but he was able to still score eight points, and he did it efficiently uh, for the most part, four of five after those first two shots were blocked uh, in, in the game tonight. So we'll see how the Warriors uh, attack it coming up tomorrow with the Jazz in town. 888-957-9570. Uh, we'll pause here. We'll come back. John Dickinson inside Chase Center. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from Jonathan Kaminga and others from the press conference room as the Warriors get the win tonight right here on 95.7. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Slam pass inside Thompson, flipped it up on the rim. It's good. He got fouled by McDale on the way in. McDaniels fouled him, and Clay just kind of playfully threw it up with his left hand and went in. And hands to the line, chance for a three-point play. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. Yeah, Clay Thompson with a shot that had even Steph Curry mesmerized as that one goes down. Two of Clay's 29, team leading 29 as the Warriors win it. 110 to 105, not a great shooting night for the Warriors, but it was a great shooting night for Clay Thompson. Uh, good shooting night, 10 of 22, 5 of 12 from 3. You'll take those three-point numbers. He got to the free-throw line five times, and again, the Warriors needed uh, the 29 points from Clay in this one, also four assists, five boards. I mean, this was a game that the Warriors don't win if Clay Thompson has a, a rougher shooting night, you know, for three-point range, and we've seen him have a few. So they they needed it, and they got it from Clay Thompson tonight. Even though overall uh, the Warriors, uh, it was a rough night. Uh, the non-Clay Thompson three-point shooting tonight for the Dubs, three of twenty-five. So everybody other than Clay from three was three for 25 tonight. So it's a good thing Clay uh, had a big night. We'll hear from Steve Kerr in just a moment. Uh, 888-957-9570, the Xfinity mobile text line. Couple of texts to get to from the 415. JD, why is Ty Jerome shooting so much? He was uh, chosen so that he could run the offense. Lamb and Jerome playing more minutes than Kaminga is just wrong. Well, I've said this a lot, and I'm going to continue to say it because people are continuing to bring it up. Uh, it's not... It's not apples to apples with with Ty Jerome and Kaminga in particular. But Ty Jerome is a is a basically a a backup point guard, and the Warriors like his ability to to shoot the basketball. And and look, here's the deal with with Ty Jerome: you know, when Steph Curry's playing, and Clay Thompson's playing, and 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 Jordan Poole's playing, and Dante Divincenzo's playing, and, and everybody's playing. And Ty Jerome's not going to see the floor at that point. You know, when you have Steph and Clay and Poole and, and Divincenzo, uh, but with Steph out and Divincenzo in the starting lineup, in particular with Wiggins out, uh, that means that Ty Jerome is going to play and he is going to get a little bit more rope because he's the next man up as far as being a ball handler. So I think his minutes go down. It, his minutes are not tied to Jonathan Kaminga's minutes. That That's the, the, the number one point. His minutes are not tied to Anthony Lamb's minutes either, Ty's and, and, and Lamb's. Uh, Lamb's a forward, and I think you know, Lamb's minutes are also not completely tied to Kamingas because they do different things. There's times where Lamb and Kaminga are on the floor together, so it's not cut and dry. It's 
And Steve Kerr has mentioned the fact that, that he likes to have Lamb sometimes out there with Kaminga because Kaminga's not a great three-point shooter, and Lamb can knock down some threes. So I, I think there are going to be nights where Lamb still does play a little bit over Kaminga. If you're looking for shooting and Lamb has a hot night, I mean, he's somebody you want to get out there just to see if he can knock a few down. And if he doesn't knock a few down, then maybe you go away from him in a, in a second rotation. But all of these players provide different skill sets. And even Ty Jerome and Moses Moody, we get the, well, Moody should, should be playing more than Ty Jerome. Not necessarily, because Moody's not a ball handler either. Uh, he's, he's more of a 2-3 a, a as opposed to a 1-2, and Jerome's more of a 1-2. I think, you know, Ty Jerome is more of a DiVincenzo-type player on offense. Better three-point shooter, nowhere near the defender, obviously, that, that Dante DiVincenzo is. But with Wiggins out, and with DiVincenzo starting and with Curry out, Jerome's going to play, and I think because those players are out, you know, somebody's got to shoot the rock with the, the, the backup players in the game, and, and they're comfortable with Ch- Ty Jerome being able to, to do that uh, at this point in time. I kind of fused that text with another one. Uh, J.D. let tonight be the last time Lamb plays more minutes than Kaminga. I think I, I explained that one uh, as well. And Jerome was kept over McClung. <laughs> to run the offense. Uh, again, another uh, person chiming in on, on that. Uh, yeah, Jerome was, was kept as a, as a ball handler, but I do think they view him as a ball handler like, that, that can shoot it. I mean, look, he saved the Warriors' ass in the game on Christmas night by being able to knock down some shots. And, and look, I don't think Ty Jerome's been a negative player by any stretch uh, over the course of you know the, the the grand scheme of things, typically he's playing because the Warriors are shorthanded. So he has been out there a lot of the time when the Warriors are not playing well, because a lot of the times he's playing because a lot of other guys aren't, and the team top to bottom isn't as good on those nights. Uh, but Ty Jerome has also had some some positive moments uh, for for the Warriors uh, as well, and I think you know. Case in point being the game on, on Sunday and the big win over the Grizzlies and the eight-point stretch that he had where the Warriors needed every one of his buckets. 408, J.D., do you think we sell high on Kaminga right now, get the vet that Kerr prefers? No, not necessarily. In fact, not at all. I think if Kaminga's going to play, and I started the show this way, if Kaminga's going to play the way that he played tonight and be a, a, a you know ball-hounding defender, I mean, I, I think the template is sort of... Gary Payton the second ish for Kaminga. You only want him. You only want dunks. And I think you know if teams leave him wide open for a three, you got to take it. But I think you you only want dunks and the little short post ups, the little short posts where he can drive on somebody or he can drive hit a little floater like he did tonight in, in one of his key plays down the stretch. But no, if if Kaminga plays like he does now, you want Kaminga on the team because you're tantalized by the high end of what he can be later. It's all about can he become playable and can really all of these young guys become playable together in the context of of winning. Uh, Another one from the 5-1-0 to get to here. Great first half. Then they did their best James Harden impression in the second half, got three happy, and the last two minutes they decided to play defense and pool uh, showed off his his handling skills uh, against Plumlee. Good, Good thought there. Yeah, I, I look when the threes are not going down, it always tends to get viewed as you're a little three happy. And I do think the Warriors can get three happy from time to not to time. I don't think tonight was a night where they got three happy. They they just weren't falling. They didn't even take forty threes 
and, and the under on 40 has been pretty rare for the Warriors this season. Uh, and, again, they just right now have fewer three points. DiVincenzo was 0 for 4. You know, Draymond had one just rim out. Anthony Lamb was 1 for 7. You don't mind Anthony Lamb shooting threes. Jordan Poole was 1 for 7. You don't mind Jordan Poole shooting threes and Ty Jerome 1 of 4. So maybe, maybe a couple. But uh, I think there were also some that, that potentially – uh, you know, could have been taken that weren't because the Warriors played offensively. I think a little bit tight down the stretch uh, as well. Uh, but I, you know, maybe a little three point point happy there. Uh, and another one from the five one zero. Even though it doesn't show up in the box score, Draymond played a really smart game. They need him a big way in these games without Steph to guide the young guys. I wholeheartedly agree, and that's why I was so tough on Draymond coming off of. What was it, the game in, in Philadelphia where he got ejected in Indiana and then didn't play in Philadelphia, and you start to wonder. And he was listed with uh, an injury, I think some quad soreness, if, if memory serves. I, I might have the muscle uh, off there as far as it relates to Draymond. But but I was a little critical of Draymond, like, what's going on here? And any, and I'm, I'm reluctant to question anybody that's a little banged up typically, but it was basically a game and a half at that point where Steph was out and we've seen Draymond admittedly kind of shut it down when Steph is out. And and look, this season is not the 15-50 and 2019-2020 pandemic shortened season. You don't want to see that if you're the Warriors. And I, you know, it's a testament to how Draymond can impact the game even without Steph that you want him and I think need him out there. You know, Draymond and Clay playing, even with Wiggins and, and, and Steph not, that's still two-thirds of your future Hall of Famers that are out there and two guys that can be tone setters. And and both of them set tones in both of these games for the Warriors that they've won. If Draymond's not out there tonight, they don't win the game tonight. And and I loved especially the fact that he fouled Plumlee with the Warriors one step away from being in the penalty, put Plumlee on the on the three point uh, on the free throw line when Plumlee was trying to kick it to P.J. Washington. I think P.J. Washington made that three, uh, and that was a big moment. Plumlee goes to the line, he misses both free throws. So that was really a like a five point swing because uh, <laughs> they they had three on the board and then ended up I guess a three point swing technically because they ended up getting zero. Uh, as well. Uh, 5-1-0, JD. Katie, Iggy didn't play, did he? Well, he looked like he was playing on that Kaminga steal in the corner uh, of, of P.J. Washington uh, as well. And so, yeah, appreciate all the good text messages here tonight. Let's get Skills and Vallejo in. We'll hear from Steve Kerr uh, after that on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Skills? Hey, good evening, John. Good to be on with you. Uh, I want to just, you know, the, the beginning of the game, first quarter, it looked like Clay, man. I thought he was going to go for fifty tonight. The way he was shooting, the way it was—it was just great to see him start out on fire. Moody in the second quarter, it's not going to get a lot of uh, recognition. Probably, he was out there hustling, grabbing rebounds, playing defense. Guy spent as much time on the floor as my Christmas presents did under the tree. I was very happy with the way he hustled out there. And then third Agreed. quarter, second half, uh, you have uh, Kaminga, as you as you mentioned earlier. Playing very well, very well, doing everything that we've always wanted him to do from the very beginning. Defense, rebounding, uh, make that steal as we mentioned, it was four for four from the floor. And this is, and he played the whole fourth quarter. He didn't even play in the third. He played the whole fourth. I kept waiting for Kerr to pull him, and he never did. Uh, so shout out for him, shout out for Poole for spinning uh, Miles Plumley around so much. Poor guy, or Mason Plumley, I'm sorry, spinning him around. I thought that guy was going to need an ambulance. Uh, you know, it's your night when you miss 17 threes in a row. And the Hornets accidentally are making threes, and you still win. 
Thanks and good night, John. Yeah, big big win. Good win the way they did it. And you look at, yeah, the three-pointers. You know, uh, the Hornets ended up with, with only 10 on the night. Uh, and, and, yeah, 8 at 37 for the Warriors. But uh, to win that game and, and just grind it out and figure out a way to get it done, I think that was that was key. So uh, let, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, uh, as he addressed the media following the ball game. Here's, here's Steve. You, you went with Kaminga down the stretch there. Uh, can you describe what you got from him, and uh, what do you, do you think this is something that could be a big building block for him? Yeah, I mean, we, we went with him for his defense. Um, you know, he was playing really well defensively, and, and uh, he was guarding uh, LaMelo and um, just wanted to stay with him because of uh, the, the impact he was making, you know, on the ball and with his energy. And he made uh, huge plays you know, defensively. And I thought that kind of led to uh, a, a couple of offensive plays. You know, he hit the little floater along the baseline and then he got the dunk uh, from from JP that kind of sealed it. So um, he was rewarded for, you know, for that, that defensive effort. I thought he was uh, just just brilliant. Steve, following up on, on that, the, st- the steal that he made, you guys didn't end up scoring off, but that, that to get his hands in there and not foul, on that steal was um oh in the corner when he took it yeah from, yeah. yeah that was <laughs> a difficult play and yeah how, how much growth have you seen from him uh recently yeah he looked like andre Iguodala on that play you know that's a that's an andre type play and um i don't think it's a coincidence andre's been mentoring him um throughout the season and um and last year and yeah he's he's really you know coming a, a long way i think um the focus on being a defensive stopper over the last month, he's really kind of found a, a role and settled into it. Along those lines with JK, do you see those pictures falling into place for him? Good defense will likely end up for good opportunities on the other side. What you've been talking about, how the game rewards you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way it works when you play with energy and you defend hard, the, the ball tends to go in at the other end. It's just kind of the, the you know, the karma to the game. And um, it, it was uh, ironic because this was a night where we couldn't put the ball in the basket to save our lives. Eight for 37 from three. We we're getting some good looks. It was just one of those nights where the, the ball wasn't going in. So it's the kind of game you have to win the way we want it down the stretch, getting stops, getting rebounds. And, and uh, the fact that, you know, JK was at the forefront of, of uh, you know, the, the defensive effort, obviously Draymond was, uh, you know, behind the ball uh, making plays, but the fact that JK was, uh, you know, really setting the tone at that end and then getting rewarded at the other end on a night when we couldn't make shots, it was, it was a fitting way for the game to end. I thought, what did you think of a couple of those pool dribbling moves late and just how necessary right now is his creation for you guys? Yeah. Jordan uh, closed the game well with, uh, you know, a couple of, um, couple of spin moves and, and layups. And he had, a, I found JK for the dunk on the one. So we need, we need Jordan. Uh, we need his uh, ability to break the defense down and, and create offense for us. And uh, he, he did a good job of that tonight. Do you think tonight at different points in the game, maybe you guys got a little bit, you know, too much three point happy, maybe could have attacked Charlotte in different ways. Uh, I didn't think we were three point happy um, because they were good look. You know, I I didn't see many bad ones. Maybe there were a couple. I thought we actually turned down a a few. Um, So again, sometimes the shots don't go in. I could feel the game um, changing though. Mid second quarter. I, I didn't like our energy after the great start to the first quarter. I thought in the second quarter, we got a little, 
careless and we we didn't uh, we weren't running the floor we weren't sprinting back we were fouling um it made some careless plays and that allowed them to to get back in it what did you think uh of the defensive effort uh, were you a little bothered by the penetrations um maybe mostly in the second half there yeah but the, but you know they're a, a tough team to keep in front of you uh especially with with lamello you know out top with the high screen and roll so they they got um you know they got into the paint some but uh like i said we i thought we did a good job down the stretch of um, challenging without fouling. Um, and then the one foul down the stretch um, by Draymond was just brilliant. You know, we he knows that uh, Plumlee struggles from the line. And, um, you know, he, he knew that if Plumlee got the ball in the paint, he was going to foul him. That's why Draymond is, um, he's the smartest defensive player I've ever seen. Just um, not just in games, but in our film sessions, um, everything he points out, um, he is so on top of the game. Uh, it's incredible to watch his uh, his mind work out there, um, both in, in practice and in games. I was going to ask you about that play. Was that, did you discuss that beforehand? Like, hey, you know, if Plumlee gets it, foul? We talked about it in shoot around that we, we, you know, we could foul him. I think we fouled him in Charlotte a couple of times um, late in the game, but uh, Kenny came into the huddle and mentioned it. You know, if Plumlee gets it n- near the basket, we can foul. And, and Draymond had that on his mind. And I think he uh, kind of was was baiting that pass and hoping that, you know, they'd make that pass. And then, then he did a great job of boxing out on the second one uh, that missed. Uh, Plumlee's tough. He he always gives us uh, a really tough time. He's um, you know he kind of clogs up our offense. He sits in the middle of the paint and he's really mobile. And uh, last time in Charlotte, I thought he was um, one of the keys to their win. And uh, he played well again tonight. But um, I thought that was a, a great play by by Draymond to to make the to to make the foul and then um, you know get the rebound on the free throw. Steve Dante didn't score, but he's obviously like instrumental. Uh, what has he done to just ingratiate himself? Uh, especially he's not, he's not old, but he, you know, he plays like a guy who is the veteran you need Been around. Yeah. Well, compared to the rest of our team, he's, he's old. So he's a, what I like about him is he's just got a nose for the ball. I mean, he just is constantly, um, in the mix for loose balls, long rebounds. He anticipates really well and he just competes, you know, he plays really hard and, uh, tonight the shots weren't going in, but, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks he's been really shooting well. I think he's found a, a good groove, you know, with the, with the extra playing time with some of the injuries that we've had, and he's gotten more and more comfortable, uh, you know, playing with, with our guys. Hey, Steve, I know coming into the season, you want to see Jordan's defense improve. How do you feel like he's doing that area so far this year? I think at times he's, he's doing well. I think that's, that's, uh, there's another level Jordan can get to for sure. Um, just in terms of, uh, you know, defending without fouling and, and, um, getting back transition wise. I mean, there's ways that he can continue to improve his, his offensive game has been, um, brilliant you know all the, the shot making and what he's creating for us out there what i love about jordan is that he puts in the time and he's very coachable you know he um he listens we have, we talk a lot on off days and watch film and, and uh you know he's uh he's a guy who puts in the work puts in the time and that's kind of the next you know next step for him is uh to 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 get better defensively and and i know he'll put in the work do you know what the plan is for tomorrow with clay thompson playing on the back into a black not yet back. we'll talk to the training staff um you know after tonight I, I i would say clay's doubtful he played 38 minutes and um you know but i'll check with the staff to to see what uh, what we're what we're thinking what did you just think about clay he started the game hot and he had some offensive lows as the whole team did but you're going to need you know performances like this from him with 
Yeah, Clay was great. Um, I thought he was he was patient. I thought, um, you know, the other night against Memphis, I, I loved his game, even though shots didn't go in for him. I thought he competed uh, really well and um, did the same thing tonight. But he knew we needed some scoring from him, you know, given that Wiggs is still out and obviously Steph. So I thought Clay played a, a great, great game. Yeah, great game for Clay Thompson. Warriors needed the offense, as we talked about. But again, another game, and I think in line with Sunday, where it was the tone setting stuff. It was the it was the energy intensity. It was it was the vets holding up the 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 young players and and showing them by example, leading them to a, a high intensity type of a win, and then celebrating it. Now, how about Draymond? You know, getting after. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga on the bench in a good way, you know, yelling at him, shouting at him, you know, giving him a a, a loving shove. I mean, that that's what you want to see uh, with him essentially helping the Warriors put this game on ice tonight. All right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Not sure why I'm giving out the phone number. Uh, old habits die hard here, as so we're going to call it a night. But first, we're going to hear a couple of minutes of of Clay Thompson. Uh, always fun when Clay gets uh, on the mic, and uh, we'll get to hear his thoughts on a big win. Here's Clay. Clay, how uh, proud of you were you of Kaminga for his uh, last few minutes of action there? Maybe the whole fourth quarter there. Incredibly proud. I mean, just huge buckets at this down the stretch while playing full court defense on ball. So you, uh, without him, his effort, we would not have won tonight. So I'm incredibly proud of J.K. He's just coming into his own. What about that stat sheet made you nod your head and smile when you sat down? Uh, winning the game, only shooting 22% from three. You got to get wins like that if you want to be successful, you know. Most, most time won't be pretty, but we gutted it out, and that's why I'm proud of these guys. Clay, how about uh, your first quarter? You made four, I think, of four of six threes in that first quarter. I mean, how instrumental was that first quarter for you and kind of helping the team get on a roll a little bit? Uh, definitely got me in good rhythm. You know, I definitely wanted to finish better than five for 12, but I'll take the W and – just a great effort by everybody tonight. A lot of fun, too, to build a win streak here at home after a nasty road trip. So it's definitely something to build on. But it's a quick turnaround, like play tomorrow, and I think we'll shoot much better. But uh, just a gutsy win performance all around from everybody. You think you might play tomorrow night? Hope so, but the training staff is up to them. That'd be fun, though. Will, will you campaign for it at all? Or uh, I don't know, man. I'll do my best. Did you see – I mean, you've, you've watched – uh, JK and you've watched Jordan uh, and the way they finished this game tonight was something that usually you know the vets are usually there to do on that and see, to see those guys step up at this time what did that do for you and just for this team and what it means going down going forward well first it builds their confidence which is inc- which is great and then uh I know it builds coaches confidence to be able to trust them and I mean Jordan was magnificent with the ball in his hands toward the end uh making huge plays setting guys up so it was just a Incredible effort by the young guys. I mean, I'm just proud that maybe their shot wasn't falling like they wanted to tonight, but they were getting big stops. They are moving the ball, and they played the right way, which usually ends with a W. How do you like getting the Steph rotation, playing the whole first and third quarters? And Oh, and- man, it's great. More minutes for me. It's great. It's nice to get in a good flow, especially early you- in the game. I don't think you've ever really done that in your career. Have you played the whole first and third? Uh, not so much, but I can adapt, and just a uh, it's a great win tonight. Doesn't matter who you play, it's always fun to win in the NBA. At some point, are you noticing that Kaminga's in there the whole fourth quarter, or is it making a mental note of it and what that means? Well, I think it means that he's growing. Uh, he's especially when it comes to thinking the game. 
he's being patient. And I mean, he's going to add layers to this game as the years go on, but he's playing such a good role for us right now that uh, he's going to be a huge asset for us down the, the rest of the season. Did you get a good look at that steal that he got in the corner? Yeah, that was just pure strength. That was great. He just ripped it from his arms. And I love that aggressiveness from JK. Such a great athlete. Um, so physical that uh, it can wear on opponents. Yeah, physical type play from Jonathan Kaminga. Gutsy win, and Clay can adjust. Clay can adapt. More minutes for him. That's 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 all he cares about. And, yeah, not completely ruled out, at least as of yet. First time I can remember Steve Kerr not uh, saying that he was completely ruled out, that uh, doubtful, so unlikely that he plays tomorrow night. But, but maybe that, even in and of itself, is a step toward him eventually playing back-to-backs, which is something that Steve Kerr had, had written off going back to the early part of November. That'll do it. Uh, Warriors get the win. Quick turnaround back tomorrow as I'll be with Alan Stiles again from 2 to 6. And then we'll have Warriors live for you and a Warriors wrap-up as the Dubs take on the Jazz tomorrow. Thanks to Sterling Bennett and Cam Williams and everybody in our San Francisco studios. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on 95.7 The Game as the Warriors get the win over the Hornets 110-105. to Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t